So are you familiar with the word Keats? Der Keats? No, Duolingo has not taught me that yet. What does it mean? <laughs> so Keats is the Berlin word for neighborhood, area. Like in, in Berlin, you don't have Stadtteile, which would be the normal German word for area or quarter or neighborhood. But we have Kieze. Der Kiez is the neighborhood or area or, yeah, I don't know. What do you say in the U.S.? The neighborhood or like area. Um, in New York, they say like boroughs. Boroughs, right. But that's a New York thing. See, so different, like yeah. cities have their own kind of name for this concept. And in Berlin, the name is Keats. Gotcha. Keats. So we're going to be talking about Keats today then. Yes, Keatsa, the different Keatsa. It sounds really Kitsa. dumb when you're using it in an English sentence. It, <laughs> on Wikipedia, uh, there is a German article called Verwaltungsgliederung Berlins, meaning kind of the different areas that have their own kind of citizen hall, I guess, or kind of their own um, administration. And then I had the English version here. Berlin's Wait, so different area. areas in Berlin have their own kind of like, not government, but they have their own type of like system? Right. For example, a famous uh, or an example that everybody has to deal with is the Finanzamt, like the, the tax office, mm -hmm. the one that you have to mail your tax taxes to and the ones that email you or, or send you a letter if you're late. That's from the area that you live in. And it's also like, I think we're going to basically refer to this map on Wikipedia that we'll link in the show notes. And I can also make the chapter art on the podcast here um, because that's kind of the broad uh, division. But then there's also like smaller divisions that maybe people will refer to kind of, you know, my neighborhood is, for example, Schmagendorf, but that's a much smaller thing that probably shows up in the subdivision here on this map. Yes, it does. It's part of Charlottenburg, Wilmersdorf. So we're talking about kind of the big areas, the big, the big divisions of Berlin, I think. And the idea, I guess, is since we talked about finding a place last time, definitely my experience when I was looking for a place was kind of having this question, okay, where do I even want to live? So obviously we talked about how it's really difficult right now and you should be flexible, but maybe you have a preference and you want to live in a certain part of town and that kind of requires you to know what different parts of town are like. Yes, I'm excited to talk about this because I think definitely, well, you know, I think you have to be flexible. If you're able to find those environments that you really thrive in it's really easy i think to make friends it's really easy to i believe find your place and feel comfortable here so this is a this is a topic i'm super excited to discuss today for sure i mean and it's also berlin isn't that large compared to london or new york or whatever but i live in the northern part of berlin in Wedding, which is technically, I'm seeing now, still part of Mitte. So technically, I live in the center of Berlin. But if I have to go to Neukölln, which is in the south, it feels really far. And it's like a 45-minute bike ride or 30, minute, 30 minutes on the subway. 
So I don't go there that often. So it does kind of, obviously, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are many people in Berlin who are much more flexible than I am and who are willing to take a 30-minute subway ride, maybe even on a daily basis. But it does, it does matter where you live in terms of kind of your daily environment. So you only travel anywhere that gets you 20 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, if, yeah, I like to go by bike and anything that's, yeah, under 30 minutes is fine. Over 30 minutes by bike is, uh, unless it's like a really nice sunny day, uh, feels like a chore, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm curious to know a little bit about these different types of parts. Um, I I guess I will start with like first asking more about like me. Like I'm an artist. I'm young. You know, I'm here to meet people and have these really fun experiences. What are the most youthful areas? The one that you see a lot of maybe students or young professionals living at? Yeah. So when I hear the words artists and <laughs> I don't know, being an artist and maybe also having an interest in going out, going to bars, clubs, and living kind of an alternative life. The one, the, the area that I first think of is either Friedrichshain or Kreuzberg. Interestingly, on this map, they're grouped together. It's Friedrichshain, Kreuzberg. It's one thing, but they're, they're both very well known individually. Um, and so Kreuzberg used to be uh, an area that was really defined by its immigrant uh, population. So a lot of, a lot of Turkish uh, people um, used to live there and still live there, um, but it's now heavily gentrified. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's become very hip, but it still has also kind of this rough around the edges, kind of there's a lot of markets and... I don't know, just kind of bustling daily life going on for sure. But it's also hip, you know, to go out there and go to a bar. And maybe the bars are a little bit grungy. And there's a very famous um, punk bar where basically Germany's punk was born, the SO36, SO36. That's in Kreuzberg. Um, and that's still there even, I don't know, 40 years later. Um, so that's, that's definitely... Um, a nice place to be. And then Friedrichshain, which is bordering it, but is diff different, um, is kind of probably the most politically left area of Berlin. All of Berlin is kind of left-leaning politically. Um, but Friedrichshain, that's really where um, kind of the anarchists that still that still are around, um, I would say, live. And by the way, obviously, all of this is sweeping generalizations and sweeping kind of stereotypes and broad characterizations. But, you know, you get the gist. It's we're trying to put labels on these different areas and try to describe them as best we can or as best I can. But obviously, the exceptions are the rule. But Friedrichshain also, I mean, I, I went there a few times recently to go skate. They have a nice skate park. And my friend Marcus uh, is teaching me <laughs> how to skateboard. And um, he lives there, so we go there to skate. The Berghain, which we talked about in our first episode, is in Friedrichshain. That's a very famous yes. club. There's tons of other place. clubs and nightlife there. And yeah, so I would say... You know, if you're an artist and young and you want to go out at night and not go to bed at 
<laughs> 11 like me, either of those would be great. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Well, that's probably top of my list and definitely like being in those environments. And I feel there's a lot of like also what I like about living in places that you kind of are you gravitate to naturally is there's a lot of opportunity for um, spontaneity, you know, things that you don't really plan on doing. And I feel like that place would definitely have that type of like spontaneity, just things going on randomly that you didn't even expect to happen. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about Neukölln next, which is bordering Kreuzberg and actually the area that is kind of the, the, the area that is bordering Kreuzberg and Neukölln, kind of the overlapping area, is sometimes called Kreuzköln. So we're mixing these two names, Kreuzköln. And I used to live in Neukölln when I first moved to Berlin in 2012. I lived in Hermannstraße, which is one of the very big streets in Neukölln. And if you're looking at this map, Neukölln is huge. Neukölln is really large. And I lived close to kind of the border with Kreuzberg. And that already felt pretty far south. So that's kind of the part I refer to when I said that this is taking me 45 minutes to cycle to. But then it goes way, way, way down to the south. So kind of uh, Neukölln, kind of this map includes Neukölln, but also Britz and then Rudo at the very bottom. So these kind of smaller areas. And Neukölln is now a little bit what Kreuzberg used to be. So a large um, immigrant population, uh, many people from Turkey, but also obviously nowadays many, many other places around the world. And still a little bit easier possibly to find an apartment, an affordable apartment, but also kind of quickly becoming more and more hyped and interesting. And even when I moved there in 2012, bars were popping up everywhere and um, kind of galleries and cafes and, and things of that nature. So I think it's definitely a nice place to move to. I would try not to go too far south just because then you're really kind of, you know, far away from the center. Um, but yeah, Neukölln, definitely a nice place and a very specific vibe. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I know when I'm, like if someone were to blindfold me <laughs> and put me on a bus and then spit me out and I was in a street in Neukölln, I feel like I could probably figure it out. I don't know. There's just a vibe to Neukölln that's very different from the north of Berlin. I live in Wedding now, which is also um, known to be very multi-culty and a little bit uh, affordable still. So in a way, it's similar, but it still feels very differently. It's hard to describe. Gotcha. So what, like, would you say that that area is more family-oriented? Is it more like, like people who are just now, like, trying to find their place in Berlin? Like, what type of people do you typically see in this area? Yeah, I would say not so much family-oriented um, because it is a little kind of Wild West kind of uh, atmosphere. Not, I mean, first of all, people always ask, like, what place in Berlin is the safest? And it really has to be said that Berlin is a safe city. 
every place in Berlin is safe. Like Berlin is a very safe city and you don't have to worry about not moving to a specific area because it's quote unquote not as safe. So really like it's not that Neukölln isn't isn't safe to move to. Um, and I don't actually have any statistics in front of me. But what I will tell you anecdotally, and I'm pretty sure the data backs this up, that for example, on New Year's Eve, where in Germany it's still the tradition and still legal to have private fireworks and these kind of rockets and 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 kind of I don't even know what they're called, you know, fireworks. Um, in Neukölln, it happens at a level that is scary. Like it's just it it honestly, I mean, it feels like there's a civil war going on on New Year's Eve in Neukölln because people are just firing the, those rockets like left and right, and it's just explosions everywhere, and it's yeah, it's too much. And so it's, I mean, that's one day of the year, obviously, but it kind of speaks to how it's a little bit less less safe, you know, for lack of a better word, a little bit more kind of things happen. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit rougher, but really, it's not kind of not a safe place. I lived there and it was very nice. And there, you know, you can go out at night, no problem by yourself. You can go out and have great food from around the world in the middle of the night. Uh, all of that is fine. Just compared to some of the more conservative areas or other areas of Berlin, it's it's a little kind of the Wild West, I would say. I like that description, the Wild West of Berlin, <laughs> even though it's south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm really trying not to, you know, offend any area or not offend, but not kind of give it a bad rep when it's not true. You know, these are really generalizations. So I'm just stressing that again. It's I mean, that's not a bad rap for me. Honestly, that makes me want to go there even more. <laughs> I like that type of stuff. Definitely. I think for for some kind of people, other areas would just feel so boring. And Neukölln, I don't think, would get boring, you know? So what places are the more, like, I don't want to be in the scene too much. I kind of just like to just chill, just be in the background, just want to just relax type of areas. <laughs> Okay, so let's not go to the very kind of outside areas yet. Those would obviously be um, much more relaxed, but also far away. But let's go to the one that's neighboring Neukölln um, to the west. And that's Tempelhof Schöneberg. Again, I would normally look at them separately. So Tempelhof... Uh, bordering Neukölln is most famous for Tempelhofer Feld, which is a very, very large park that used to be an airport. So there was a, an airport called Tempelhof, um, and it closed in 2000, googling this really quickly, 2008. So that's when that airport closed, and it was... At the time, it was interesting for being an airport right in the middle of the city. Now it's interesting for being a giant park right in the middle of the, a city. I think I heard somewhere that no other European capital has an area, a park of that size within kind of the main city. 
And it's amazing. It's an amazing place to be. You can cycle around it or across. You can inline skate. You can kite surf. You can have a picnic. You can have a little garden. You can go there with your dog. You can go for a run. And in this, I was just there recently with a few friends and my godchild, and we were just having a picnic. And it was kind of one of the first days of spring here in Berlin. And it was already pretty packed, just people everywhere having a barbecue. There's a few zones where you can have a barbecue. And that is really a unique place that everybody should visit for sure when they come to Berlin. But if you live in Tempelhof, or in Neukölln, which Tempelhofer also kind of uh, touches Neukölln, then you're close and you get to go there every day. And so if you love being in a big city, but you also hate never being able to kind of see more than 100 meters because there's always some kind of building in your sight, then living close to Tempelhofer is amazing because you can just go there and open your eyes and you have this kind of wide view. So... But otherwise, I think that's kind of the only thing that Tempelhof is known for. Like Otherwise, I know that there's an Ikea there. And otherwise, it's pretty... There's not much going on there. So if you live there, that's fine. But you, you'll you be going to other places to go out or party or whatever. So this is a side question. Um, I know people really do like enjoy, I would say, like the outdoors and stuff like that so like on really good weather days do you see a lot of people from different parts of the city kind of congregate to that park as well or are there like different parks in different places and people kind of stay in those areas there are different parks in berlin and i have a few parks that are close to my place but nothing rivals Tempelhofer Feld. I mean, if you want to go to a park with a lot of trees and maybe go with your dog and kind of be in a park, in kind of a regular park with trees, then that's one thing. But Tempelhofer Feld is its own unique thing. There aren't a lot of trees on it. It's literally just kind of the runway of the sub of the airport. And it's a different thing. And yes, people from all over the city go there on a sunny day to meet their friends and or go for a run or go inline skate and it's very unique so definitely um everybody goes there sometimes you will see me there (laughs) for sure um so schöneberg which um on this map is grouped with tempelhof but is um actually north of it um is a really, really nice part of Berlin. I used to also live in Schöneberg, in Goldstraße, which is arguably one of the most beautiful streets in Berlin. It's just really... Man, when I lived there, you know, I would leave my apartment and there's just all these restaurants and ice cream parlors and bars. and But it's not a big street. It's like a small residential street. Yet it has all these really lovely places Man, I le- I miss Schöneberg. Really nice place. Also not too far from um, kind of the center and everything else. Um, and Schöneberg, part of Schöneberg, not the entire quarter, but um, Schöneberg has within it kind of the main gay or LGBTQ plus uh, district of Berlin. And that's also... Um, basically unmissable kind of if you if you cycle through there or you go out at night um, you'll quickly 
realize you're now in the LGBTQ plus district of Berlin. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> You'll find me there too. <laughs> Man, but uh, you're falling in love with all these places in the South. We need to get you to the North because that's where all of us live. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I'm a Southern boy. I'm from Texas. <laughs> I love the South. <laughs> I'm sure a 45-minute bike ride is less of a problem for you than it is for me. So <laughs> maybe you'll be okay. <laughs> so, yeah, should we talk about Mitte, which is uh, north of everything that we just talked about. Yes, that's where Wedding is, correct? Yeah, Wedding is technically part of Mitte. Um, and I live in Wedding and the Bürgeramt Mitte, so the citizen's office Mitte, is right, right around my corner. So, um, yes, so basically Mitte houses the actual area called Mitte, but also Tiergarten, Moabit, Wedding, and Gesundbrunnen. So if we talk about like Mitte, the actual kind of Mitte and Moabit, these are the places that have the government district and the Brandenburg Gate kind of, or that's Tiergarten, but that whole area kind of the lower, lower part of Mitte, that's where the government district is. And the Brandenburg Gate and a lot of the embassies. And that's it. And that's kind of the interesting part. Like the, the biggest mistake that tourists make, especially, I mean, I remember when I, one of my first trips to Berlin as a teenager, when we went with our high school, you, you think Mitte, okay, that's the center. Mitte means center. And we want to go to the center because that's where it's happening, right? And I just remember, like, poor 14-year-old, 15-year-old us, um, we would just walk through there at night, and it was just dead. Like, there's nothing there. And that's because, yeah, it's the government district, and there's, like, shops and stuff, but there's not a lot of nightlife at all. And if you want a very quiet place to live and you can find an affordable apartment there, good luck, then go there. You'll be pretty much close to everything because you are you are in the center, but there's nothing happening. And to be honest, it lacks a little bit of soul. You know, like most, most of the other places that we're talking about, they all have a character. They have a soul. They have, you know, that feeling that I'm describing where, you know, someone blindfolds you and puts you there and you kind of feel, okay, I'm in Schöneberg now, or I'm in Neukölln, or maybe I'm in Friedrichshain. Mitte doesn't have that. Mitte is just like, it's just like a, as if you ordered a European city on the internet, on eBay. And you, I don't know. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. No, that's a good description of it. Is that where the uh, TV tower is? Yeah. Yeah. The TV tower. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, from what you described to me, it seems like, not necessarily like the touristy area, but it's like the kind of, it's, I guess you mean you described it the best as like if you order like a European city, that's pretty much it. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty boring, actually. Don't spend too much time there. I mean, I would I would be okay living there. And actually, I do live there. So Wedding is technically a part of Mitte, but it is like people know Wedding as its own thing because Wedding is... And it's Der Wedding, so it has an article. Der Wedding is, um, like Neukölln, a little more rough around the edges, a little more kind of more diversity and more affordable places 
still. Um, and my place is really affordable, as we learned uh, recently. Um, and But it is close to the center and kind of the north to um, Prenzlauer Berg, which we'll talk about. Uh, so yeah, vet, Wedding and Gesundbrunnen, which are bordering each other, I would really recommend. If you don't want to live in the south for some re reason or you can't find a, a, a place in Friedrichshain or Kreuzberg or Neukölln or Schöneberg, Wedding is a good place to look because it it's still affordable, but it is... I mean, there's a joke um, which has been a joke for a long time that people say, der Wedding kommt. And what that means is like, it's it's turning into like a hip place, right? Like it's still it's still not a hip place, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be the next Kreuzberg. Just wait. And the joke is that people have been saying that for 20 years now and it still hasn't really happened. But I like that. I like that it hasn't happened. Like, you know, it's not super hip. There's not that much nightlife here or whatever, but it's close to everything. It's affordable and it feels cool. That's good. No, that's good. I think that, that that's a funny statement um, that is not there, but it is there. I mean, like, what would you say that the, the demographic is? Like, is it a lot more like people more in like their 30s and 40s? Is it more like a older crowd? So I'm Googling this so that I don't make too many mistakes. Um, Wikipedia says, along with Kreuzberg, and I would add my current here, but that's just me. Wedding is one of the most ethnically diverse localities in Berlin. The multicultural atmosphere is visible in the bilingual shop signs, predominantly German and Turkish or German and Arabic and so on. So yeah, it's it's very multicultural, which I really like and enjoy. Um, so, and And then there's the young people that move to Berlin and are able to find a place there um, or a, at least a place that they can afford which is great and also dangerous because gentrification kind of people that have been here for a long time are being pushed out in a way that's a problem everywhere in berlin of course but that's just the reality i think yeah that's everywhere in the world we have that we have a big problem that in austin texas yeah so yeah we covered a lot of the kind of important ones the one that we definitely still have to talk about is Prenzlauer Berg. And if you if you watch Easy German, I know a lot of Easy German viewers and listeners are listening to this, then you know Prenzlauer Berg from the videos. It's a beautiful place. Um, it used to be in the east of Berlin, which leads to the fact that it has pretty wide sidewalks, which makes it great for filming videos. But also, it's it's just very walkable. It's just nice to walk around there because there's space for pedestrians there. And it is very hip. So this place is definitely already there. It's extremely hip. Millions of restaurants, it feels like. And just cafes and hip shops and... The Mauerpark, Flohmarkt, like this famous flea market is in Prenzlauer Berg and the Mauerpark, which is a famous park. And yeah, just um, a really nice place, but pretty much impossible to find an affordable, affordable place these days. The stereotype is that rich people coming from the south of Germany are 
moving there. Um, it's a little bit of a stereotype, but yeah, it, it is true that you know there's people with money coming to Berlin from the south, and they kind of want to go there with their families, and it's really nice. And so the stereotype is young, rich people with kids go there, and. There's also a lot of um, kind of uh, famous people who live in Prenzlauer Berg. Kind of everyone who has money uh, moves to Prenzlauer Berg, it feels like. Gotcha. Okay. So that's like, all right, that's that's the celebrity area. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then Prenzlauer Berg is technically a part of Pankow, as you can see on this map. Um, but the actual Pankow, which is north of Prenzlauer Berg, is really nice and a little bit more normal, like not quite as, you know, hip and bustling with restaurants and cafes and tourists and people. It's a little bit more residential, but also just really nice and beautiful. And um, for example, Flora Straße is one of another beautiful street in Berlin. Um, and yeah, if you can find a place in Pankow, I think that's pretty awesome because you're really close to Prenzlauer Berg and it's minus the craziness right and maybe a little bit more affordable it used to be affordable because there was the airplane noise from the airplanes landing in Tegel the airport Tegel but that airport closed in favor of the new BER Berlin Brandenburg uh, airport so now there's no airport noise anymore and I think the prices are quickly rising as well but panko i would definitely recommend and then you can go further north um, on this map um, but then yeah it's you're gonna get further and further away from the rest of the city are are there still parts of the city that are would you say like that would you say are still being developed like there's still like construction you can see like buildings being um created like every now and again Everywhere, everywhere. And that, that's also another thing that people say about Berlin, that it's just a giant construction site. And it used to be true, and it's still true today. And I think that's a good thing, because as we talked about, Berlin really needs more apartments, and so apartments are being built. Um, I guess it's happening way more kind of, well, it happens more where there's space, right? So, I don't know, Prenzlauer Berg or Friedrichshain or Kreuzberg, I don't think there's that much space. And there's these really nice old buildings. Um, I don't know that you can build that many more buildings right there. But if you venture out a little bit, a little bit north of Pankow maybe, or if you go to the east or to the west, definitely um, places are being built. There's one big area here that's still very much in the center and that's Charlottenburg or Charlottenburg Wilmersdorf and yeah Charlottenburg the actual smaller area is bordering Mitte so it's uh, west of Moabit and Tiergarten which by the way I didn't mention that in Mitte uh, there's this area called Tiergarten and Tiergarten is the other really big park in Berlin. Like if Berlin had a central park, it would be Tiergarten, not Tempelhoferfeld. And it's just a, this really big part uh, near the Brandenburg Gate and stuff. Um, but bordering that is Charlottenburg. And Charlottenburg 
also has a very particular flavor. And if you are coming to Berlin, but maybe you're a little bit more on the conservative side, or maybe you like, um, I don't know, a little bit less of the craziness and, you know, vetting where I live definitely has a garbage problem, which is something that bothers me. And I sometimes go outside and clean up my own street just because it's, you know, it, it's so messy. Um, you won't find those problems in Charlottenburg. Charlottenburg used to be kind of the, when Berlin was still divided, like that was where it's, where it was happening in West Berlin. Kurfürstendamm, that really famous shopping street, is there. So maybe Paris has the Champs-Élysées and Berlin has Kurfürstendamm, right? And the KDW, Kaufhaus des Westens, one super famous department store that sells everything is there. And Berlin's first Apple store uh, is there. And kind of, that's just kind of West Berlin, high society people be seen see and be seen whatever kind of that kind of flavor is there is that where the mall is as well um there are there is a mall there uh called what's it called there's several malls in berlin obviously but there's a famous one there it's kind of big it 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 like it it's like two parts and like there's like you can like walk over like you can walk to like the other part where it has like a food court or whatnot um, I think you're thinking of Mall of Berlin, and that would be in Mitte still, or Moabit. That's close to gotcha. kind of okay. Potsdamer Platz, um, that whole area. The one in Berlin is called Bikini. Bikini. And that's a, a mall. And even the mall, it feels a little fancier. Like, I remember going there, and yeah, it just feels, everything feels a little bit high society and fancy. And there's a rooftop bar um, on the building kind of next to Bikini, next to that mall. Um, and you can have a drink there and see the monkeys in the zoo because the zoo is right underneath from there. And I think it's called Monkey Bar. And nowadays, if you, it used to be kind of a secret tip. Now, if you go there, you'll queue for a very long time. And it's not that great of a bar that it warrants queuing for two hours, I think, personally. Um, so Charlottenburg, I have friends who live there and they love it. Um, but it is kind of a little bit more, less crazy, you know? It's kind of the opposite of Friedrichshain. Like if if Berlin had a more conservative population, it would be in Charlottenburg, I would say. Gotcha, gotcha. So this is the area that I'll be when I want to feel rich and I want to feel like I have the money to afford half that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, it's nice to go shopping on Kurfürstendamm, lots of stores there. There's a, an H&M and a Starbucks every 10 meters, it feels like, and all the chain stores and stuff. Um, I used to work there. I used to work in the Apple store there, so I used to go there a lot. Um, uh, but I lived in Schöneberg, which is not that far, but feels like it has a little bit more character, to be honest. <laughs> Charlottenburg, I feel like, is more older people who have been there their whole lives and, you know, don't want to leave. That makes sense. That makes sense. I have that area up here and 
in like um, Austin. It's those places where the mo- more established people who are experienced and who have kind of found their really their strong grounding in the city type t- kind of live. Yeah, I would say those are kind of the the most well known, talked about, you should know about areas. Maybe we can uh, go through the the rest of the ones on this map quickly, um, just to, you know, I'm a completionist. <laughs> yeah, I like for to sure. not leave anything out, but I don't know that much about them. So Reinickendorf is even north of Wedding. And like I said, it already feels like I'm living pretty far in the north. So it includes Tegel, where that airport used to be, Reinickendorf, Wittenau. So yeah, you're living kind of far in the north if you live there. That's pretty much what I know about Reinickendorf. Spandau is west of Charlottenburg. And I think it's just extremely residential kind of people who've been here for a while or who are moving their families, I'm sure, kind of very normal, a little bit further out. Steglitz-Zehlendorf in the south, south of Charlottenburg and Grunewald is um, known for, well, I know it because there's a shopping street there um, that I was at once. There's a Globetrotter if you want to buy a backpack. <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah, Dahlem, Zehlendorf. Once again, to me, who's always lived pretty centrally, it feels further out. But um, I have a friend who lives in Schmagendorf, close to Dahlem. And yeah, it's a little bit further out, but it's nice. And there's families there and stuff. Then uh, we have Treptow Köpenick which is that whole part in the southeast of Berlin. Once again, I don't know that much about it. Lots of nature there. I think you can even tell kind of from from the names, Oberschöne Weide almost sounds like it's very green. <laughs> I haven't been there. But the Spree, the, the river, Berlin's river goes through there. So there's some water there for sure. Anecdotally, I know that um, several people who moved to Berlin from other countries found places there. So I assume that, you know, it's a little bit easier to find a place there. And then you just take the S-Bahn when you have to go uh, or when you want to go to the city. And then there's Lichtenberg, which is actually still pretty central. Um, There's also an IKEA in Lichtenberg. Uh, there's three Ikeas in Lichten, in Berlin. <laughs> Lichtenberg is the biggest one. And yeah, once again, I don't think there's much that's happening there. But you're still close enough to Prenzlauer Berg and Mitte that it's probably okay to live in Lichtenberg. And then Marzahn-Hellersdorf. Marzahn, basically, it's known for these high-rises, these gigantic kind of Plattenbauten. Plattenbau in English is a building made from prefabricated slabs. So these giant buildings where there's hundreds of apartments in one high-rise building, that's kind of what Mazan is known for. Quite far outside and 
yeah, just kind of these very large buildings housing a lot of people. Uh, I'm sure it's much more affordable than living in the center, but definitely you're kind of further out and you're probably going to live in one of those <laughs> giant buildings. Gotcha. And what about Treptow? Treptow? Yeah, Treptow is... I grouped with Treptow Köpenick, but Treptow is kind of the northern part, right? So we have Alt Treptow there. Um, so, yeah, so that kind of northern part, Alt Treptow, Plentawald, that is south of Friedrichshain. Um, so it's kind of, you know, on the same height as Neukölln. Obviously, these are really big groups. So there I would just kind of look at the map and see how far is it from Mitte. I actually have a friend, Jack, my friend Jack, um, who is definitely going to come on this show to talk about bicycles, among, among other things, uh, lives in Treptow. And there's a nice park there, Treptower Park. So yeah, that's definitely also a, a cool place to live close to Kreuzberg, close to Friedrichshain. I see there's like a lake and stuff like that. Do or like a lot of these lakes and stuff uh accessible? Yeah, man. I feel like we need to invite an expert on this podcast to talk about where to go if you're craving nature. Because uh, the only place that I've gone to recently a lot is Grunewaldsee, which is the lake in the forest called Grunewald. Um, and it is a very nice lake to go to um, if you have a dog and I had a few foster dogs because you can, it's very dog friendly. You can take a walk all around the Grunewaldsee and there's even a dog a beach. There's a beach for dogs mm -hmm. um, and it's very lovely and it's very, it's, it's, it's a nice reset. Just going there, walking around the whole lake takes you an hour um, and you feel refreshed. And there's definitely many more places like that in and around Berlin, but I'm really not an expert on it because I usually just sit on my butt at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so this is very, very informative. I already know the areas that I'm looking at, but obviously, you know, I think one thing that I have to keep in mind um, is whenever I get there, I might not be in the ideal area that I want to be in. But I think that makes it easier to look for a place that you do want to be in, you know? For sure. Because I think that was one of the daunting things about, like, where to Berlin and, like, looking online. It was like, what area do you want to be in? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know these different types of areas. But I feel like I definitely have, like, a lot, a lot more clarity on places that I'll probably feel the most comfortable exploring and, you know, grounding myself in. So given kind of the information that you now have, what's your top three? W which places do you see yourself in? Um, Schoenberg. Schoenberg? Yeah, Schoenberg. Okay, also just forgive me for my pronunciations because it's a struggle. Um, <laughs> you are forgiven. <laughs> Schoenberg, um, Neukölln. Neukölln. Yes, yeah. and then Friedrichsen and Kreuz, Kreuzberg. Friedrichsen, Kreuzberg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That man. Area. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I also really associate my Berlin beginnings with Neukölln and then Schöneberg and those areas. And it's. I think it's good because 
it's very it's very those places are very berlin yeah <laughs> i feel like you're really gonna get to know berlin when you're there not that you don't get to know berlin when you're living in other places but the place that i'm living in now is definitely a lot quieter you know and less i don't know less crazy in a way which i now like but when you first get here i think it's nice to just throw yourself into one of those places and even if you don't find a place there you know you can just go there and hang out and you know go to places and yeah i, I wouldn't worry if you can't find a place right there <laughs> 